when TPT Forward 2024 was announced and they said that there would not be a virtual version of the conference for this year. I know there were many teacher sellers that were bummed out because they may not be able to make it to San Diego for one reason or another. But I think this is a blessing in disguise because there is a completely virtual conference that did so fantastic last year. It was easily one of my favorite conferences, and that is the Teachers Sellers Summit. The great thing about this is that it also takes place in the summer. This is from June 27th through the 30th, and if course, it's all online. You have not only pre-recorded sessions, but you also get live events. So what I wanted to share with you about right now is information about this Teacher Seller Summit and how you can level up your business from the comfort of your own home. There are sessions about perfecting your product listings, creating print-on-demand workbooks, opening up your own shop, and diversifying your income streams. But not only that, you can also connect with successful teacherpreneurs and industry experts to take your TPT or teacher business to the next level. Here's what's in store. You have in-depth sessions about mastering key business skills, both on and off TPT with insights from experienced speakers, a variety of networking opportunities where you can connect with business owners worldwide, swap ideas and learn from each other's successes, practical tips and strategies with actionable techniques to succeed, whether you're just starting out or you're aiming higher. And additionally, there are live Q&A panels, a private podcast for on-the-go learning, and so much more. I'm presenting at this conference, and my session is about three keys to a successful TPT store brand. So you may be wondering, what does this cost? What's the investment on this? And there are early bird tickets available through April 30th for $99. And you can save nearly 25% by just purchasing in the month of April. But if you're listening to this and it is past April, but not yet June, so May and June, you're listening to this, you can still purchase tickets to this conference for $129. You will get a 90-day pass to all 40 sessions, live Q&A panel discussions, virtual hangouts, co-working spaces, private podcast. If this sounds like something you're really interested in, you can check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode. I hope I can see you there. Now let's dive into this week's episode. You're listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast a show for busy teachers looking for ways to engage, inspire, and make an impact in their teacher businesses. I'm Kirsten, a teacher business owner who is all about simple and actionable tips, strategies, and resources that result in wins, big or small. If you're looking for that extra spark of creativity, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast. We have a remix episode and this is for one of my favorite topics, email marketing. I wish I had done it so much sooner than I did and 
I wanted to share this episode to give you some tips on how to get started and some do's and don'ts and all that good stuff. So you are great for this episode if you want to learn things like what email service provider I recommend, creating a lead magnet, how you can share that lead magnet, and how to nurture your email list. So that is what our topic is all about today. Enjoy. Today's episode is all about email marketing with ease. We're going to talk today about why an email list is so important, how to get people to opt into your email list, and how to nurture your email list. First, let's talk about why an email list is a great addition to your business. An email list is a collection of names and email addresses who have given you permission to send updates and marketing materials through an email service provider, which we'll talk about later. You're basically taking your audience and people who are interested in what you have to offer and sending them information about updates, products, and services. Email lists are a completely different ballgame than Instagram or Facebook, but in a very good way. For one thing, you own your email list. You don't own Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. These platforms could decide to change up their policies and algorithm, and they've done that before. And it's also not guaranteed that everyone in, their, in your audience will see what you have posted. But with an email list, once you have the list of emails and your subscribers are opted in and have an unsubscribed, of course, you are free to email them and they will be more likely to see it than on a social media post. Another reason why email lists are a great addition to your business is that it is personal. You can reach your target audience directly in their inbox. There's no algorithm with it. And as long as your email address doesn't go into their junk mail or promotions tab, it's going to land in their inbox chronologically. So more people are more likely to see it. Your audience can personally reply and ask you questions without it being plastered out on social media. So this is a really great way to establish trust and connections with your audience. All right, let's talk about how to get started with email marketing. First, you're going to need an email service provider for businesses, which is basically a platform where you can send bulk emails, keep track of your email list, and view statistics from sending emails so you know which emails did really well and which ones didn't do so well. So there are plenty of email service providers specifically for marketing out there, but the ones I recommend, especially if you are getting started, are ConvertKit and Flowdesk. With ConvertKit, you can have a free account for up to 1,000 subscribers. And with Flowdesk, you can have unlimited subscribers. And I'll add my affiliate link in this post at no extra cost to you. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. All right. So here's the second step is to create a lead magnet. So once you've decided on an email service provider, you need to have some type of opt-in also known as a lead magnet. This is just a free resource that a person gets in exchange for their email address. This could be a PDF guide, video training, ebook, mini course, checklist, any of those types of things. There's so many more that you could it could be. 
the key to a high converting lead magnet, one where a lot of people will give their email address, is that it is a quick win and it's specific to your audience's needs. So if your lead magnet is too broad, you might end up with people on your email list that aren't really a great fit for the paid products or services you have. And then if your lead magnet is too daunting and too much to handle, the people who do opt in may not be able to even get through it and they might not be keen on anything else you have to offer. So that's why you want your opt-in to be valuable, helpful, and of course, short and sweet to those who are your ideal customer. So here is just a quick example. Let's say that I create math TPT resources for upper elementary teachers. What I would want to do is think about a problem upper elementary math teachers have and how my lead magnet could solve their problem. So maybe if their problem is that they don't have enough time to fit in number talks or warm up into their math block, I could have a lead magnet with a list of suggested schedules for 60 or 90 minute math blocks, or maybe a lead magnet with some simple ways to incorporate number talks and warm up into their math block in a short amount of time. So that's just one example. Let's think about those elements of design, what we talk, I talk about a lot. When you design your lead magnet, you must incorporate those elements, design, and branding that I always talk about. So making sure your fonts and color scheme are matching according to your brand. There's a cohesive look to your lead magnet. It's appealing to your audience and it's easy to read or skim. And also adding a copyright of your store at the bottom. So just like you would create a TPT product, it needs to reflect your best work. And there are some really great templates that you can use and just plug and chug um, from Canva or you can buy off of Etsy. Okay, after you've created an opt-in and you've created a lead magnet, you will need a landing page. This is really easy to do if you have a convert kit and Flowdesk. Your copy or just what you write on the landing page that the potential subscribers would see is very important here. You don't want to just write subscribe and get this free lead magnet. That's not really going to convince anyone to give up their email address. You need to be using photos and screenshots of the lead magnet and add fun and inviting text using your own brand voice that would appeal to your audience on what it includes and why it would help them. Then you would add a button under the place where it says name and email address. You really only need the first name and email address. Really anything more might be a little bit much. And you, instead of saying that button saying subscribe, it could say something fun like, yes, I'm so in, or give me that freebie. So emphasize that it is free. Share your lead magnet wherever you can and as often as possible. Social media, Facebook groups, if it's allowed. So you want to check the rules for each Facebook group. And then have it as one of your Instagram links in your bio. There's so many ways you can share your lead magnet to others and get people to subscribe. You might be thinking to yourself, well, how do I know if my lead magnet is awesome, people like it, or it's a flop? Really, the only way to know is time. 
So give it a couple of months to see how it does. And if your conversion rate is really low, like less than, I would say, 5 to 10%, then it may be time to tweak your lead magnet or try something different. One of my highest converting lead magnets is my product cover and thumbnail checklist. And I regularly get subscribers who opt in either through my Instagram link, my Facebook group, or my website. You can actually check it out here in the linked blog post if you want to see what it looks like, but the conversion rate is at about 30% right now. So if you can get at least 20% conversion rate, which you'll be able to see all of this information in the statistics in your email service provider or wherever your landing page is hosted, then that means that it's a really good lead magnet. All right. So you have your lead magnet. You've marketed it out to the world, and now you have a few subscribers. Woohoo! What happens now? You want to nurture your subscribers. You can do this with a welcome sequence or with consistent weekly emails. The last thing you want is for them to unsubscribe, but it's okay if they do. It just means they weren't a good fit for you. And the last thing you want to do is just to have them on your email list, but you don't talk to them until maybe a sale comes up. So that's another thing you don't want to do. You're going to get some unsubscribers from that. A welcome sequence is a series of automated emails that when someone opts into your list, it'll give them an idea of who you are, what you do, and what you bring to them. Flowdesk has a really great for email welcome sequence template that you can make your own. And then after they go through that welcome sequence, they would go on your general email list where you would just send them weekly content. Your weekly content could consist of any new products you have out on TPT, a blog post or podcast, and maybe even a social media post or sale that you have. When you're writing your emails, make it light and fun in your copy. The subject lines should be click-worthy and make subscribers want to see what is in the email. And then your actual email should start with a fun anecdote, story, or something relatable before talking about a sale or product or content that you are offering. I also like to sprinkle in some GIFs to make it even more connecting with subscribers. So I recommend that as well. Think about the emails you like to open. I personally hate anything that starts with, act now, don't miss out on the sale. Any type of email line, subject line that has it, I won't even open it. I usually just delete it. So just think about the emails you like and try to implement that in with your own emails. Now, before we end, I wanted to share with you one of my highest converting emails to give you some ideas and inspiration. It had a 53% open rate and 17% click rate. Extremely high compared to my other emails that I've sent out. The crazy part was that it wasn't one of my longest emails and my call to action was just to get my subscribers to read one of my blog posts. That was it. But I gave them just enough information for them to want to click and find out more information or read the blog post. Because it's short, I am going to read it to you. The subject line was the key graphic design tip that changes everything. So here is what was, this is what the email was. First name, ever wonder what the secret sauce is when designing your product covers or thumbnails? What is it about some product covers that convert more than others? Here's a hint. 
it's related to a mid-20th century movement that still exists to this day. Less is more. Today's blog post lets you in on what it is and why it's important to incorporate this strategy that many graphic designers use today. Warmly, Kirsten, the Southern Teach. Then I had a link that said, read why less is more on your TPT product covers and thumbnails. But my email was broken apart. So I had a, the email was broken up with just a couple of lines because I like a lot of white space so that it's easy to skim and read. So that was just one that was really high converting. All right. Well, this week was a lot of information on email marketing, and this is all just the tip of the iceberg. Email marketing is so versatile and an amazing asset to your business when done in a friendly and less salesy kind of way. I actually love sending out emails to my audience, and I really love writing in general. And I know that the return on investment is so there. It's definitely beneficial to my business, and I know it can be the same for you. I wish I knew about email marketing much sooner than I, when I started my email list. Here is your action tip for today. Think about where you are in the email list process and take action on the step you're in. Are you wanting to get started but don't have a service provider? Your task is to decide on an email service provider. Do you need to perfect your lead magnet? Your task would be to tweak or create your lead magnet. Do you need to change up how you structure your emails to your followers? Look at your data and see what email was your highest open rate or click rate and see what worked and decide on what you can do to recreate that each week. So wherever you are in the process, I encourage you this week to get one step closer than where you currently are today. For me, my task would be to refine and tweak my welcome sequence for my new subscribers. So I'll be working on that this week. I would love to hear about what you think about this episode all about email, something that I love. You can DM me on Instagram or you can post a story and tag me on your biggest aha moments for the week. I would love to share your feedback in my own story. So I can't wait to hear from you. All right, well, that is it for today. I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode for more tips and inspiration. Have an amazing day. Are you looking for a way to grow your business without working too much harder than you already are? Do you want to optimize your limited time and see a real impact on your business efforts? Well, I've got great news for you because your data playbook can help you achieve all of these goals and then some. As a teacher, you know that the education market is super competitive, and in order to succeed, you would have to stand out from the crowd and deliver results that really matter to your customers. But without the right tools, it can be kind of hard to know if what you're doing is truly paying off. And that's where your data playbook comes in. 
The membership is designed to help teacher sellers like you leverage the power of data-driven strategies. You can unlock valuable insights about your customers, your products, and your sales performance. This membership is packed with access to analytics tools and resources, personalized coaching sessions, and a community of like-minded teacher sellers who are also eager to share their insights and experiences. I totally believe that your data playbook can help you take your teacher seller business to the next level, but don't take my word for it. Check out the website to see what other teacher sellers are saying. I'd appreciate it so much if this is something you're considering to check out my affiliate link in the description. There are different membership tiers. So if this is something you're considering, you should definitely check it out. It's your data playbook and I hope you can join.